0: The Property Crowd. Hello and welcome to the Property Crowd with Sone, part of the Leaders Romans Group. On this episode, we focus on the myths around shared ownership. We're joined by Adrian Plant, shared ownership and new homes director, and Peter Hawley, shared ownership director. Hello to you both. Um, let's start on this myth. There's a lot of myths, fair to say, Peter, right, around shared ownership, and I. I think we all stand to be a bit educated on this, but certainly when you're looking through listings, something comes up: shared ownership. First assumption is this is for first-time buyers only. Second assumption it's for those on a lower income because it's about affordability. Uh, but apparently, uh, not all of that might be true.
1: Absolutely uh, correct. There is this this big myth around shared ownership that you have to be a first-time buyer, uh, and 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 of course, yes, there are rules and regulations that you have to. To meet in order to qualify for shared ownership. But shared ownership is actually open to a much wider range of purchasers than people actually think. That could be first time buyers, military, people coming out of separations. So you can have owned a home or still own a home and be eligible for shared ownership. You would need to sell your existing property in order to reserve and complete the purchase of 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 a shared ownership home. But It is available to a whole range of buyers and it's not just those on low income. There are income caps, £80,000 outside of London and £90,000 per annum uh, within London. So you can have high earners who buy shared ownership. So yeah, there is a big myth around it and there is a much, much wider audience than people realize
0: and Adrian what does it for, in, in layman's terms what does it actually mean then does it mean you're going to live with two other families does it mean something else how does it work
2: no it's, um, it's' it's just a different way of financing effectively a property purchase you don't have to live with anybody else it will be your property you actually will own it with the housing association. And obviously, the lender who you actually get the the mortgage through. So no, you don't have to actually live with anybody else. It's exactly you get exactly the same benefits of if you bought on the open market.
0: Can you fully own it, though, Peter? Because there's another one, isn't it, that people say, well, you never fully own the property. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. In most
1: circumstances, there is the option when you buy shared ownership to be able to call what's called staircasing when you buy more shares up to 100% and therefore own the property outright. So when you first buy a shared ownership home, on the old model, it was a minimum 25% maximum 75%. There is a new shared ownership model, which means that shares are now available from as little as 10% up to 75%. But unless it's specified within within the lease, you can staircase that up until you own the property outright. So, i.e. that means that you might end up buying 50% to start with. And then over the course of the next few years, you change that ownership until you actually buy 100% of the property. So, if you're buying a shared ownership house, for instance, that will be a leasehold property when its shared ownership. There will be a shared ownership lease on there. Got it. Once you staircase up to 100%, that lease disappears, you own the freehold, same as if you'd bought the property outright from the start. So it becomes an exactly the same type of property. So yes, you can, yeah. in most circumstances, you just need to check with the housing provider. And Adrian,
0: what, could it be a case that one person has bought the house because they it, it's it's more affordable to do it that way, the other person has uh, pitched him as an investment, and then obviously when the house is sold later, that person gets their investment back, etc. Does it work like that? What's the motivation for people wanting shared ownership
2: well there has to be you know to buy a shared ownership property it really has to be the people that are buying it should actually be living in it you do get people that get gifted deposits from family members when they they buy the property to help them on their way but yes it shouldn't really be classed as an investment um they're not they can't be bought as an investment effectively so it is mainly for people well it is purely for people to move into and actually use their main residence
0: uh, here's another myth, Peter, you can't make any changes to a shared ownership property.
1: Again, untrue. So with shared ownership, you can free you're free to decorate your property as you wish, furnish it as you wish. You gotta, you know, you're given guidelines when you buy a new property, standard guidelines, you know, don't wallpaper immediately, give the property time to settle. But actually if you want to paint the walls black, you want to paint the walls pink, you wanna do you can you can you can do that. You wanna make bigger structural changes, you do need to seek permission from the housing provider um the housing association so if you wanted to knock walls through or build a conservatory you would need to get permission but the actual day-to-day changes that people would normally do decorating and uh, and you know changing kitchen worktops and bits and pieces you can do that when you're in your property and adrian it's difficult to sell a
0: shared ownership property there's another one big question mark if you like over that
2: um, no, it's not. No, I think that uh, is definitely a myth. That lots of people do sell their shared ownership properties. Um, we actually do that within our our division as well. We actually do sell second hand or pre owned um, shared ownership properties. You can do it. Normally, what you'd have to do, you'd have to go back to the housing provider, housing association you bought it through. Generally, they have what is called a nomination period. So they they would actually market it for the owner. Um, for a limited period, normally about sort of four to six weeks. And if they haven't successfully sold it for you, then the owners can go out onto the open market and choose an estate agent to actually sell it for them. But not only can they actually sell it for shared ownership, it can be listed has a hundred percent sale as well so it can be on the open market so you're going to appeal to do different types of buyers and they do normally sell quite well they're normally um probably a little bit less than a brand new shared ownership
0: and how popular is this peter is this uh, there's something that's becoming more popular are, are more people taking this option than you know, maybe five or ten years ago.
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean shared ownership at the moment is is especially with the end of help to buy for new build, there is limited options out there for people looking to get onto the property market. We know it's expensive. we know that the need to have huge deposits is is there, mortgage rates are very, very high. So shared ownership right now is an extremely popular. Uh, method of people getting onto the market. You know, in most circumstances, you only need five percent of the share that you're purchasing. So, if you're purchasing a, a share at worth two hundred thousand pounds, for instance, you only need a ten thousand pound deposit to actually be able to get onto the market. And you compare that to what you need to buy outright. It, it's a it's a big big difference. The other thing is with mortgage interest rates being particularly high at the moment, rent on on the share that you don't own is usually set at 2.75% interest rate on rent. And of course, that's much, much lower than your current mortgage interest rates. So, people are very interested in shared ownership at the moment and they are finding a much more affordable way to get onto the market and buy homes that suit their individual needs and family needs better than they would do if they had to buy outright. They can buy generally bigger properties
0: yeah i was just going to say adrian on that point because again back to myths and the like there is a perception that shared ownership is probably going to be a flat and that isn't always the case
2: no it's not um we sell just as many houses as we do flats to be honest with you and these are at sort of more in rural areas not in city centers of course but yeah they've always they're really really popular as well because it a lot of people push themselves a little bit further and go for a house um so what it means is they they sometimes miss out a step in the sort of or the chain of buying properties and they jump for a probably a slightly larger house because they can you know, do this on shared ownership. So no, it isn't just down to flats. If you go for a um, city centre location, then yes, of course, it is going to be a flat. But um, generally, we, we're selling 50-50, I would say.
0: Just give us an overview as well, uh, while we're on this issue, about the, the, the kind of state of the market at the moment. I've, I've always sensed that uh, the because we know that confidence is that you know the greatest enemy of, of growth for anything the the general economy property etc Peter but I I, I I sense at the moment that you know people look at headlines uh, sometimes I see the most and this won't be lost on you guys the most atrocious things written by supposed journalists who are really not reflecting the reality of what is happening in the market people are still buying mortgages are still getting approved the market the housing market, has not stopped.
1: It hasn't, no. The market is it's still there. Of course, you know, we, we cover the whole of the of the country, um, pretty much. So of course it will you'll see fluctuations in, in different areas. But I think the overriding pitch we're seeing, particularly in shared ownership at the moment, is that there is still demand there. We're still getting very high number of registrations every month, people looking to inquire about shared ownership and specific properties that we're, we're selling, and that's both new build and resale pre-owned shared ownership homes so it's there the demand is there yes there are challenges for people and there are concerns for people you know, the rising cost of living the higher mortgage rates than we've been used to for the last few years is a consideration but the overriding feeling is that that people still need and want to move mm. and we are not seeing any huge drop-off in in sales and activity there is obviously a big drive for um, shared ownership homes, Not certain, you know, housing associations have got to deliver a certain number of properties and there's a big drive to do that and, and buyers are taking them. Um, yes, there's sensitivity around pricing but I of think course. the overriding for us is confidence and, uh, and encouraging. You know, the shared ownership market is encouragingly strong.
0: Yeah, and it would be nice, Adrian, for people to maybe build some more houses because that's central to everything right we do yeah. have a shortage
2: i think we do and i think that's driving the market as well as um help to buy finishing and as peter said the squeeze on you know people's affordability and actually disposable income you know with with the interest rates going up cost mm. of living going up you know purchasers wanting to get on are being squeezed from every direction so um and there is a, a shortage as you said
0: and shared ownership adrian has if you like risen from the the sort of ashes of, uh, in some respects, of uncertainty that is in the housing market. Would that be fair?
2: I think so. I think it has. But I think it is It is down to, I think it primarily it's down to affordability. I think if you look in the marketplace at the moment, and we see different types of shared ownership buyers coming through now. We see them with slightly larger deposits because if they can't, that they would have been a help to buy buyer. They would have been a buyer on the open market. But because the sort of affordability, as I said, is being squeezed, that we're actually seeing them now come into shared ownership. Mm-hmm. They can buy larger properties that it's more affordable for them yeah
0: yeah it's a it's a complete change of landscape then in terms of where it once was adrian
2: it is yeah and i think we've, we've seen some of the traditional shared ownership buyers i think sitting on the fence a little bit more because they've you know probably got smaller deposits and they're and they're probably a little bit more cautious about the marketplace at the moment
0: and in terms of leaders there is i mean it's worth uh, pointing this out because i mean you you guys have a presence right across the uk and this is an area that you've really dedicated quite a lot of time to the shared ownership elements of property and i know the website does carry quite a lot of tips and experiences and benefits on
1: there as well
2: i set this up for leaders of the group um probably come up for five years ago now um we've just recently rebranded into sown shared ownership s-o-w-n shared ownership we've done that because obviously we're we're trying to make it more of a modern lifestyle focused brand just
0: say that again so this is the evolution of sown which stands for
2: sown sown shared ownership we've actually put this together it was a a branding exercise to actually try and um, appeal to the demographic we're targeting really so yeah so it's so we have evolved we're evolving with the marketplace and um, and i think we're probably hopefully going to be more in touch with our buyers with our branding now
0: and that i think is i mean one of the reasons we're dedicating this episode to this theme as we've gone through in the first section, there are, is, is because of all of those myths. And there are, there, there's many of them. And I, I think if you stop people, spoke to a colleague at work who's not in this industry and said, What do you think shared ownership is and what does it mean? Many of them would have given completely the, the, the wrong answer to that as we I think we've established here.
2: I think there's also been in um, historically some negative connotations around shared ownership and yeah. again that's a myth you know I think it's that it, people have said because they don't understand it that it's not a good way to buy and if you exactly what you say if you ask some people they say oh you don't want to be going down that road it's not very good well the fact is they probably heard that it's not very good but the fact You know, they haven't got any evidence to support that. So I think there's a whole lot going on. There's a whole educational piece that needs to be coming out, I think, from the government as well. They should, like they did with Help Dubai, they should be pushing shared ownership more and actually making people understand exactly what it is. Yeah.
0: Do you sense, Peter, there needs to be some more sweeteners in in the market generally, whether people are renting, whether they are buying? You know, we've had stamp duty holidays before, and we could do a whole episode on the ridiculousness of stamp duty. Everybody's been there, haven't they? You've worked out your budget to buy your house. You've got your deposit. You can buy your washing machine. You go to bed and then go, oh, stamp duty. That's the bit you've, you've missed off. And then you realize there's another fee there and no one no one in the world can ever defend stamp duty but it's there and they sometimes change the brackets and they sometimes get
1: rid of it in parts altogether in the lower rungs of it but at the moment nothing really yeah i think i think you know there's there's always a need for incentives in a difficult market you know in a in a market where it's difficult for particularly young people to actually find a route into the market and things like the stamp duty holiday of course the number of people enabled who were who were able to move who wouldn't have been able to move without that was 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 vast yeah. and there needs to be something in in the market that, you know now providers and they they will offer various incentives normally um particularly in your sort of london area yeah um, but but there isn't anything in particular i think that's standing out that is a big sweetener for people obviously you've got the subsidized rent and other bits and pieces but sure but they're, they're getting really- rid of it altogether would be nice, wouldn't it? I mean, if it, absolutely. I mean, it, you lose when you, that I, thing altogether. <laughs> I think a lot of people, when you, buy, when you buy Shadows, you don't have to pay stamp duty initially when you purchase. Um, there you go. So you've got this, this opportunity. You only once you hit 80% ownership that you're obliged then to pay the stamp duty in full so you'll find a lot of people if they don't ever intend to staircase up they won't pay the stamp duty when they purchase and therefore they can sell it again at a later and they haven't yeah. got to pay the stamp so the, look, there are things there to make it more affordable because of course purchases buying ship, they don't have the cash funds available you yeah, know they're, they're struggling to get a deposit together for the mortgage they're not yep. going to have this big cash funds available to pay a large stamp duty bill as well so there are things in place um for stamp duty but other incentives there is definitely a need for 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 something i believe yeah uh,
0: and adrian what is your uh, what, what what's your property instincts telling you about that next announcement when the bank of england step up to that ornate desk and pronounce what's going on um every time they've done it for the last few months we're thinking that's the last rise that's the last rise there there genuinely seems to be a mood music that the next announcement won't be a rise i know nobody can definitively say that but perhaps they said it on the last one as well.
2: I know, I know. I think uh, I think you're going back to what you said right at the very beginning when we were starting to talk. Um, I think there's this miscommunication about interest rate rises and actually what it means to the consumer and actually on the mortgage side of things. And the, it's very, very conflicting because you've got the Bank of England saying that they're putting their interest rates up. But the lenders, uh, we have one instance where the interest rate went up, but we had some of the lenders bring in the – the the lending rate down and i think for purchasers you know one one second you're reading something saying it's going up then you're seeing it It must be very very confusing yeah there needs to be clear concise messages and as you said some of the some of the reporters maybe need to be more accurate on what they are actually putting out there and actually putting a proper comparison what is actually happening
0: well, indeed. I mean, there's, yeah. There's, there, there are some that like the doom headlines, and you know, you you look a little deeper. In fact, you don't even have to go that deep to see that you know some high street banks are actually, as you rightly say, they're actually dropping rates rather yeah. than increasing them. So they yeah. are. Uh, and just a final point, then. The I mean, we talked about the evolution of Sone. Um, this is a very big part of what you're doing at leaders just tell everybody how they get to the website uh, what what links to look for and, and what are the, the the joys of having a look around that element of the website
2: <laughs> well i think that the best way for people to get in touch and actually have a look at what we've got and where we've got it is on our um sewnso.co.uk website so that's s-o-w-n-s-o co if you go on to there there's some useful hints on buying shared ownership it explains it a little bit more and obviously you can see exactly what we've got on the market um, across the country
0: fantastic uh, so go to that website and of course full details on everything you need to know in this area get over to the leaders Romans group website that is lrg. co. In the meantime, Peter, Adrian, thank you guys.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: And we will speak again soon. Adrian Plant, Shared Ownership and New Homes Director, and Peter Hawley, Shared Ownership Director, with us on this episode of The Property Crowd. The Property Crowd. Find out more at lrg.co.uk.